Oh man, it feels good to be back. It, is. it feels really good to be back. It's been a fucking long time. It's been two weeks, but we are here. And I think because it's been such a long layoff, I think it's only appropriate that I bring back something that I haven't done in a very long time, you know? Um, I don't know if niggas is ready for it, but we're going to try it anyway, you know? Nah, not that one. I don't like that one. I don't like that one either. Mm -mm. Nope, don't like that one either. Am I the only person in the world that's been having issues with their phone lately? What do you mean? What kind of issues? Like, my phone just keep all of my fucking, um, all of my apps keep forced closing. Like, they just freeze and, and I can't get, I can't back out of them. I can't use any other apps. I have to, like, hit the back button, not the power button on my phone to reset it and then open it back up, but the app still don't work, so I gotta restart the phone. But yeah, fuck it. We back, we back, still black, you know it, bitch. Uh, whoa, breathe, E, uh, P, G, P, uh, suck this soul, uh. I will never sell my. I might if the price is right. Uh, no wheel of fortune, there. We do not own a right to this music. We don't. Don't cancel us or try to sue, cause all you gonna get is half of a dollar out of my pocket. Hey, mm. we back, we back. I don't even know what episode this is, nigga. That's how fucking. Oh no, I know, I know. Yup. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we back, yo. Pre-game podcast Friday night. September 10th, the day before 9-11, you know what I'm saying? The 20th anniversary of 9-11. Fucking crazy that's been 20. Where were you on 9-11, Bree? 20 years tomorrow. Where were you? What grade were you in? What were you doing? I was in class at Fourth grade? Yeah. Fourth grade, huh? No. What class? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? Fourth grade. You're in fourth grade, my nigga. I'm two years old. You're not. Yeah, I am. So you're in fourth grade. Unless you one of them miracle kids, smart kids that was bumped no, up. Hold on, hold on. Figure it out. I was in. I was in. So you were in fifth grade. Are you sure you were in fifth grade? I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, because it's 2001, September 2001. I but you 30, 30. I just turned Yeah. So is it possible that you were about to go to the fifth grade in 2001? I was in the fifth grade. I was in school. When did you graduate from high school? Uh, high school? Oh, yeah, there's no way. I was in the sixth grade, bro. I was in sixth grade. Uh, I was in sixth grade reading class. So there's no fucking way you went for good. <laughs> you misremembering, big fella. I was ten. Yes. 
I was 17 when you graduated. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because I was in seventh grade reading class. <laughs> I was in seventh grade reading class when that shit happened. Because I was 12. Mm-hmm. 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 Either way, it's just crazy. Recipes to all the victims, obviously. Continue to rest peacefully. That's just crazy. 20 fucking years, bro. God damn. That shit went by quick. Remember that whole, like, for like two years, anytime we saw a plane, we'd be like, oh, my God. Wonder if there's terrorists on it. Everyone was flying the American flag. Everyone was all. Everybody was like, I'm not flying to New York. I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah. bro, what are you yeah. talking about? United we stand, divided we fall. Everyone was all patriotic. That shit lasted for like two years. Crime went down and shit. Stock market went up. It was weird, bro. We all came together over a fucking government plan tragedy. But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. That's right. You gave Nessie early, nigga. Shit. Why not? But all right. So wow. anniversary of nine eleven tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, September rest 11. in peace, Michael K. Williams, bro. Yes. Oh my goodness. God damn, my nigga Omar. Y'all took my nigga Omar. I seen somebody post it, right? And I was like, they, they was like, damn, R.I.P. Michael K. Williams. And I was like, what? Word. So, you know, like. Gotta Google it. Motherfuckers be lying on Facebook, like, just sharing shit because it looks shareable. So, I was like, let me go look this up. When I found that article and I found a few other articles, I was like, wow. Yeah. Our old, our old uh, member of the pod posted it, and he likes to post that type of shit. And I was like, nah, this is cat. And then I went right to Google. And the first five headlines that popped up was all his face. Rest in peace. Um, like, fuck. And yo, if you guys don't already know this, please stay away from this fentanyl shit. Please. Like, please, bro. Practice murder. Like, come on, dog. Like, I didn't even know my K. Williams had issues with addiction because I remember him on a breakfast club talking about how he struggled, but he was sober and, you know, sober from illicit drugs because he did a lot of that shit when he was coming up and was drinking and all of that stuff. So I don't know how long he was doing that, but 54 years old, just getting started. When they see us, the wire, fucking, uh, uh, not Boba, uh, dead, 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 Deadwood or Broadwalk Empire or whatever the fuck. He was in a lot of legendary fucking roles, man. It's fucking tough. But rest in peace to him, prayers to his family, his son, his daughter, his, you know, his girl or whoever he was dating, his parents, his sibling. That shit sucks. 54 is, it's not young, but it's not old. And whatever demons, yeah, bro, whatever demons you dealing with, you do not need, it was just that, yo, stop doing these hard ass drugs. There's, there's other ways to like tap into different parts of your brain. There's other ways to, like, free your mind of life's daily stresses. Fentanyl, crack, cocaine, heroin, all this shit. It's not pills and come on. Do shrooms, my nigga. Do shrooms. Eat a little bit. Sit down in a room with somebody that cares about you. Eat some shrooms. Take a dose of shrooms. It's natural, bro. Why are you fucking with this powdered... Heroin, my nigga. Synthetic. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, aggressive piece of that king, bro. That shit is crazy. I, I I loved how I love how now every time a, a prominent celebrity dies in our community, everything dope that they've done in the last whatever any interview that they said where they had some great quotables, Kobe like with Kobe Bryant that that was happening a lot with Nip that was happening a lot happens a lot with our older our older celebs. I like how that trends and like didn't know he was a backup dance for genuine. Didn't know that. Did you know that? This nigga was literally in the pony video. He was also in um what the fuck is the artist name? When Queen Latifah had her talk show, she asked him about what the hell is this artist name? She don't she was a one hit wonder. She had one song that we both know if we one heard hit it. Wonder? One in hit wonder? One hit nineties? No 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah, from the nineties. But it's black a black artist. Fuck her 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 stage name was her full like her actual real name. I, I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. But this nigga was in that shit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> True love. I want to help that little land of hoop do And I didn't let that shit. <laughs> this nigga was in there with a suit. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to True love. So he was a background dancer before he started doing shit in, on, on stage, like plays and shit. I'm like, Bro, this guy had an amazing fucking career. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. But yeah, man, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. What's the fondest memory you have of him playing a character? Like, what character? Gotta is be the wife. Omar. Yes. But what scene? Because he got some ill scenes in the wire. He's got some of the best scenes. He was one of my favorite characters in general because I could always pull up a scene that I could. I like I like the fact. First of all, he played. What did he play? He played a, a stick-up kid. Yeah. He's a thief. He also played a gay man. Yeah. Who was a thuggest, thug-ass gay man? The thuggiest and, one of all. And it's like you. Nobody was messing with Omar. Nobody. Regardless of who he decided to take home at night, nobody was messing with Omar. Hey man. And one of the, this is one of the things that I was talking with Corey, like some Corey about, like, not even, maybe last week, a couple weeks ago, is like, Omar was a thief with morals and values. Exactly. He never, devi- yeah, he never deviated from the street code. He was like, there's a thing to this, there's rules to this. We've talked about this on this podcast mad times. You never fuck with anybody on Sunday. You don't do business on Sunday, bro. Sunday is for family and church. And he stuck true. He never fucked with the Boxdale crew or Marlo and them niggas. He never fucked with them on Sunday, bro. Yeah, Henry Dependence, cuz. So, yeah, man, that shit was crazy. My my favorite fucking uh, Omar scene, which is basically all of them, but when these niggas ran up on Omar and he had to fucking... He was in an apartment building. He had information leaked or whatever, and everyone... That was trying to kill him um, from Boxdale's crew was like, yo, this nigga's in the heights, he's in the high rises, let's run down on this nigga. And they he was in there. Omar had an OG that was with him through his uncle, and he had another dude that was also with him. And when Boxdale's niggas went in there, or Chris, no, was it Boxdale's dude or was it Mark? No, it was Marlo's dudes. These niggas ran up in the in the apartment thinking they was gonna catch Omar slipping, but he was ready for that shit. And these niggas had a shootout. 
bruh, when both of his dudes went down, when both of his uh, both of his soldiers went down, this nigga Omar ran, and he was on like the sixth floor, my nigga. This motherfucker ran and jumped off of the fucking porch, off of the sixth floor, bro. <laughs> like a G out of nowhere. He like let off two shots, pow, 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 maybe three, and just ran, jumped off the motherfucking porch. Chris and Snoop, these niggas were sure they were going to find his body on the ground when they went downstairs. These niggas got downstairs. This motherfucker Omar was gone. <laughs> this nigga was gone, son. This dude survived jumping off of the sixth or seventh floor of a project building, of an apartment building, and was able to walk away from that bitch. And it was just incredible. It was incredible. That was one of my favorite moments. And then also, there was one scene that I liked the most. Every time he robbed one of the Barksdale stash houses, this nigga never had to pull out his gun. Everyone already knew what time it was. And, and this nigga Omar's character was so, I mean, this nigga Omar's character was so smart. He knew when to hit and how much muscle these niggas had at the stash houses. So he never had to worry about these niggas retaliating. He knew exactly what motherfuckers had on him. He waited like a fucking eagle stalking their prey until one of these niggas, um, you know, one of the dudes that had the straps on him would take off, go for food or go for a re-up or whatever. Omar knew their fucking schedules and be like, you know what? Now is the time for me to go up there and rob these niggas. Didn't even have to pull out his gun. He'll just walk down the block, do his little whistle. And then kids, teenagers, grandmothers, uncles, stepdads, everyone's like, hey, y'all, it's Omar. Omar coming. Everyone's running down the fucking street. And all this nigga's doing is wearing a, a, a fucking long, a long ass winter coat with a shotgun strapped under it. Smoking a cigarette. That was his signature. Just on my walking down any street. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Yo, hey y'all, it's Omar. <laughs> like, oh my God, yo, that nigga's legendary. But when he when he gave Okie Doke the Okie Doke to Chris and Snoop in that gunfight and jumped off of that fucking porch Legend. six stories up, bruh, and survived and like there was no traces of blood or nothing, even though he broke his fucking leg. It had the bone sticking out. Yo, shout out to my nigga. They did a good job with that. Yeah, he, yo, The Wire is one of the best shows ever, bro. There's a whole college course on The Wire. As there should be. And there's several colleges that pick it up. That's cinema, that's black culture, that's media, like cinema, like cinema, like that's all of that shit. It was so well done. And shout out to the David, was it David West? I think it's David West. David West used to be, so you know the creator of The Wire, David Simon, my bad. He used to be um, he used to be a crime reporter for the Baltimore, for a publication in D.C. And obviously in D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, all of those areas are close. So that's where he got the idea to create the show. But anyway, I'm babbling. So your favorite scene was, did you say your favorite scene? I said I don't have one. You don't have one? All of them. All right. Bet. All of them. Bet. Donda. You listen to it? I did listen to it. I need to listen to it another time. All 27 tracks? All 27 tracks. And 26. Okay. What? Probably 25. 
Any tracks stand out? I need to look at this. <laughs> well, lucky for you. I got the list. I was gonna say I got the list, bro. I got the list. Um, the chant was interesting. The Donda chant that was very. Interesting. I wasn't. Prim- I, was like, I wasn't a fan of it until I heard what the alleged purpose behind it was, and so then I was what like, was the purpose. Allegedly, allegedly, the purpose of the purpose of the chant is it's being it's being said at the at the rhythm of his mother's final heartbeat. That is what Kanye West said. That is what we are supposed to believe. And yeah. So now that I, I mean, I still skip it. I, it's not a song, so I, I, I don't need to listen to it. Donda, 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 Donda. I don't need to, I don't need to hear that. But I appreciate if that's really why he put it there and why it sounds like that, then that's an attention to detail that only Kanye West you did it for him. would show. Huh? Uh, yeah. Um, I did like jail. The I, first I one or the in, second one? The first one. Um, the first one. Okay. I think I like the first one better. But I think the first part, to be fair, I think the first part of the album got more my attention. Because after a while, I was like, okay. Yeah, you definitely got to listen to it again. I was like, okay, come on. All right. You definitely got to listen to it again. Because once you get through it, a full listen, and you get through the second full listen, you'll start to hear all of the reasons why the album is a masterpiece. To me, it is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's the perfect culmination of every sound that Kanye West has ever tried to play with his entire career. We're talking college dropout, late registration, graduation, 808 and heartbreak, my dog twisted fantasy, Yeezy, yay, Yeezus, yay, Jesus, yay, all of that shit. Life of pop. Well, this is the foundation that was laid by Jesus Walks. 100%. Hundred percent, and that's what I said, and that's what I said. I told people, I'm like, just think of an album where every fucking song is a derivative of Jesus Walks, but like, finally to the point where Kanye is actually comfortable leaning into the fucking sound, like literally, like, yo, this is what I'm doing now. I don't give a fuck what nobody says about my art. This is what I'm doing. That's what Jesus was supposed to be. Well, that's what Jesus was. Fuck the establishment. Y'all want hip hop to sound this way? I'm gonna do whatever I want. Well, he said, "Well, let's just take away from my strings. You probably take away from my ends, and I'm gonna take away from my sins." And the day that I'm dreaming about, next time I'm in the club, everybody's screaming out, "Jesus walks!" And mm-hmm. then he just like made a whole gospel album, like yeah. <laughs> because he could. Yeah, and it, like like our our esteemed co member co host said. It got nominated for a fucking Dove Award. Highest honor in the gospel music community. Kanye did that. It didn't have to win. He did it because he was like, yo, I'm going to let y'all niggas know I could do this. Yeah. There's so many joints on that pro- project. That's a legitimate flip for me, like, to be able to, like, how do I say this? Do you feel like this album is his 444? Whose album? It's Kanye's 444. Because for me, 444 is up there with Reasonable Doubt. True. 
I, I can see that. I mean, I would say, I would argue that Life of Pablo was that for Ye, because for a while, shit was stale. And the album before that, Yeezus was just like, eh. It's better now that you go back to it, but Life of Pablo was that, because Yeezus was his kingdom come. And for comparing Jay and Ye. So there's, there's no album that exists for Jay-Z that can equate to Donda? To Donda? Yeah, of course. I mean... If four four four, like how many projects is Hov at? Two, ten albums? Is it ten albums? Is it More ten a piece? Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said yeah. Ten number one albums in a row. Who better than me? Yeah. Yeah. So that's Donda's number ten for Ye, I think. So he's got, he's got a little ways to go. He's got a little ways to go. Cause I, I mean, I can't count the compilation album with everyone in good, cause that's a compilation album. I'm talking about solo projects. But yeah, man, I would say Life of Pablo was more his 444, especially since they came around, came out around the same time, and both did well. I mean, obviously, Hope did better commercially, but I mean, I think like. The reason why I say that is because I think I definitely think that 444 was a masterpiece. Rather, For sure. I think 444 was like a masterclass. Yep. Um. But I have to ask that question because um, I didn't get. I don't think I got the full experience of Donda listening to it how I listened to it. Yeah, you gotta li- you gotta listen back because I'm telling you right now, off the top, God breathed this fire. Pure, pure souls is fire with Roddy Rich. Fucking uh. Uh, out of out of out of uh, off the grid, off the grid with five year foreign fire, junior fire, Jonah fire, uh, Jesus is Lord part two fire, jail part two is it is what it is, it is what it is. The baby 100% trying to play the victim, but he's spitting, spitting, fucking spitting all over the fucking mic. It's cra- it's just crazy, and there's joints that didn't even make the project. Yeah, he left two chains off there. He left two chains. He left Pusha T, three stacks. He left some good features off of the joint. So that means that there might be a deluxe coming, or he'll just throw them out as Lucy's. But yo, crazy. Yo, if I can get a deluxe version with all them tracks on it, we're gonna get it. I love to hear music that was recorded but not released, but that's like bangers and they just didn't make the cut for sure and he was making all of this music for a reason like he was making all of this music so he wouldn't have to worry about putting out a project for a while because he's supposed to do a do a joint album with uh with chance the rapper it's like at some point but i don't i don't want to hear that shit because chance the rapper is whack to me now but um what made him whack to you now once you once you start doing reality TV, it's a wrap. Mm. To me, that tells me that you've lost your your passion, your inspiration, and Chance got lapped by all the new niggas. I think mm. he got lapped by every single new nigga. Like Roddy Rich and Lil Baby definitely lapped this nigga like a hundred times already. The baby lapped that nigga about fifty times. If I think about NBA YoungBoy, uh, fucking. Uh, any of these new niggas, they chance is tra- this when I knew chance was done, finished, the next project of his has to be like amazing because of his debut album 
being all about his wife and that shit just being trash is when he literally copied the entire concept of a the baby video, had him in it, and like tried to play off of like being a goofball and like being a, a comedic rapper. That shit was what I was like, get this nigga the fuck out of here, bro. So yeah, chance is whack now. Super whack. There's no coming back to chance. If his next project is good, yeah. But for right now, he dead in the water, bro. He dead out here in these streets. Him and DJ Khaled, I'm not gonna waste my time. Dead man walking. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna waste my time. I, I really DJ Khaled is the one of the luckiest niggas on earth because he has access to all the top artists in his last three projects. Father of Assad, whatever the fuck. All of these projects, Khaled, Khaled, all these stupid ass. He keeps naming his fucking albums after his son and himself and his dad and his uncle. Just, can you create a name? When you name What's something that? after. I'm going to build a legacy by naming all my albums after my people. Like, it's corny. That means you don't have a theme for your album. That's why I like Donda. There's a theme. People are like, oh, I wish he would have been more introspective about his mom, da-da-da-da. My nigga, if you listen to this shit sonically, all of the emotions that this nigga feels about his mom being gone and no longer with well, us. I feel like this is, that you feel that, but you also feel all the things she did not want from him. Exactly. When he talks. Are people listen? I mean, I wasn't really listening, but. I listened. I listened to it five times all the way through. Five. Five, nigga. Wow. All, nigga. Bruh. And it's not because I'm forcing myself to. I want to. This shit is heat, my nigga. Heat. I don't disagree. This nigga flew out the locks after they washed Dipset. Our, our co-host, Mr. Cootie, <laughs> said that bullshit. Said that bullshit. I had to check a couple niggas that I know about that Dipset pick over the locks. Like, what are we doing? Because they're clowns. But what did Ye do? He saw that. This is how visionary he is. This is how, like, on top of it, he's like, oh, shit. I'm going to get... The, these niggas just beat Dipset in the fuck... Dip, those are my niggas. I love Ken. I was on Rock, Rockefeller with these niggas. But the locks just beat them and they're hotter than fish grease right now. And I want the na- album after named after my mom to do the best numbers it could possibly do. And it did because he broke everyone's record but Drake. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. In a, in a little bit. But he flew these niggas out to Atlanta. He flew them out. And that Jesus is Lord Part 2... This nigga said, uh, Bible pictures, Bible scriptures. One thing about the devil, he liable to get you. Uh, uh, as long as my good days outlast, out, out, uh, outlast my bad days. I don't know how, uh, I don't, I don't count the money. I just know how much the bag weighs. I'm like, Jada, wow. That is some, that's some rich nigga shit. You know how much money's in the bag just by the weight of that motherfucker when you pick it up? You don't ever got to count the money, huh? So we just weighing bags of 100K, 200K. I'm like, yo, stop. Sheik is Sheik. Is Sheik. But Jada and Styles, they went crazy. Jay Electronica went fucking stupid on, uh, what is it? What song is it? Uh, I forgot, but it don't matter. All the old niggas wrapped their ass off. The weekend on Hurricane... Come on, bro. What more do you want from this guy? What more do you want from this guy? Travis Scott sounds amazing. All the new niggas had their best verse of their career. 
except for Travis Scott, because Travis is Travis. But everybody knew the assignment and they did their work. Everyone earned an A for this project. Now, to finish your thought because I'm, we gonna we gonna compare CFB to this shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Certified fuckboy. <laughs> Certified fuckboy. Absolutely. I'm not calling that shit CLB. You crazy? Um. Not, not my. I loved hearing your raw opinion of it after listening to it five times because mm-hmm. that makes that makes you damn near an expert. Right. Um. What I will say is. This is definitely gonna go. Into, this album is going into my rotation off of the little bit that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that the chant is gonna make it. No, but, it doesn't have to. It's but, not a song. You know, um, I'm a Kanye fan. I I just don't like when Kanye gets out of out of pocket. But I know why he gets out of pocket, so I respect it. I don't have to like it to respect it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like for me, this album. Has to be something that I listen to where I give myself at least four hours to just listen and reflect. Word. And I didn't give myself that this week. Word. Yeah. Or last week. <laughs> I just wasn't giving myself nothing. Listen, you got a lot going on, man. I make time for the music that I know I want to listen to because I've anticipated it for so long. And like the way that I, the way that I critique music and the way that I focus and. and make intentional time to listen to this shit is because I know Donda is going to be talked about as one of the albums of the year next year for this year. Just like J. Cole Offseason, just like Nas King Disease 2, just like Tyler the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, just like Certified Fuckboy, just like Kendrick's album when it drops next month, just like Pusha T's album if it drops. Like, these got these artists, these are the top two niggas. Would you ever ask your barber to put a heart in your head? Fuck that. Do I look light skin? I'm fully <laughs> melanated over here. Do I look like the inside of a butterfinger to you? No, nigga. No. Only light skin niggas do shit like that. And let's talk about uh, you didn't listen to Certified Fuckboy. I did. And it was a whole lot of mints. A lot of skippables. At least seven skippables. Not a lot of mints. A lot of mints, bruh. It wasn't impressive. Yo, so here's the thing. And you saw what I did on on, on my IG story. Mm-hmm. Drake and Drake and Kanye have more like than they have diff- that, that that differ from both. Like they're both only children. Both of these niggas, they grew up. They were the only kid. You know what I'm saying? Um, narcissist at heart because you're the only one. Your parents are making sure that you have everything you need, and they will buy anything that you don't need to fill the void of you not having a sibling. And you can tell that these niggas. We're spoiled. You can tell. You can just fit. When you listen to Drake, when you listen to Ye, you can hear the entitlement when they spit. You can hear it. I can hear it. It's like, oh, for a nigga to say he's Jesus, even if we all got a little bit of Jesus in us, you got to be a different type of narcissistic sociopath to actually believe that you are a god. You know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang, they were like, peace God, blah, God, blah, God, 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 God. But none of these niggas was like, yo, I am God. Like, no one's that fucking full of themselves. But, like, these niggas is going back and forth. Drake opens his album with a sh- with mad shots at Ye. And it's like, bro, you still mad about some shit that a nigga in Ye's camp did to you three years ago. Because at this point, Ye doesn't bother. He hasn't been bothering you. 
He's been minding his own business. Yeah, I think he took he was petty and put a bunch of Donda Donda billboards in in uh, Toronto. That was petty as fuck. But you also took billboards and you put them everywhere. Like Drake put uh, billboards of C of who was featured on CLB in the hometown, the home country of the people that were on album. So he put a out he put a billboard in Nigeria. Hey Nigeria, Thames is on CLB. New York, hey New York, the the goat is on CLB. Hey uh, Houston, Travis Scott is on CLB. Hey Atlanta, Future's on CLB. That's genius marketing. But like he did that the day after we find out that Kanye put down that billboards all over Toronto, downtown Toronto. So we're reactive and not proactive, bro. And, and it don't cost much for this nigga to just call somebody and spend millions so of. We know that yeah. between Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart, you know, billboards ain't expensive. It's cheap. It's cheap to them niggas. They're fucking rich. And, I mean, you know, they're fucking rich. Got money to spend. It's just, it just to me. It, oh God, God, yeah. Um, let me pause this shit then. Let me pause. Yeah. So, Drake, how do you feel about Drake? Honest summary of your feelings on uh, okay. Aubrey Drake Grant. Okay. Um, there's some Drake songs I really like. Name three of them. It's mostly authors. It's fireworks, village keys. Mm-hmm. I really like that song. I like him on word. I don't know if that counts as in his songs. No, it doesn't. Okay, maybe I gotta switch over. Fireworks is a good song. All my songs that I like from Drake are from that album. That's what uh, take care? No. No, before that it was. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, the the the, the mixtape. <sighs> yeah, thank me now, thank me now, thank, thank me later, thank me later. Yeah, you go, there you go. My favorite three good tracks. I'll pick you later. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. No, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas was a mixtape track. That is the mixtape that it was no, on. That was the album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it was on Take Care. I'm not whatever. But keep keep going. Firework. Um, the song with him and Jay Z on that album. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's like when I'm listening to it, I'm like, I know exactly what song I want to go to. But when I got to pull it up, it's different. And I got to think about the name of it. Mm-hmm. Thank me later. The song was Light Up. Even when the sun goes down. Yeah, we going to make the shit light up. up. That's a good song. He got some joints, man. And, um... Like I fuck with Wu Tang forever. I think that's a really good song. Um, I don't think my third song is. I liked Marvin Drum. I liked Marvin Drum for the culture. That's East a- Atlanta Vegas was um, so far gone. Nothing was the same. There was a couple. Like I, I can't find myself listening to a Drake album all the way through the way I listen to Baby Later. That's fair. I mean, everyone has their favorite album from an artist. So, that makes sense. Like, which Hove album do you listen to more than the rest? Honestly? Honestly. We, like we are honest tie. on the pregame. It's a tie. There's three. Three? Yes. Okay. So, I listen to what, four? Four. Uh, sorry. I listen <laughs> to Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. I listen to Blueprint 3. Uh huh. 
I listen to American Gangsta. Mm-hmm. It's very underrated. And one I listen of my to favorite. 444. Man. American Gangsta is one of my favorite albums of all time. Blueprint is fucking phenomenal. It's it's phenomenal. Blueprint 3, I feel like he put a little, like, you know what I'm saying? Top 1. Gotcha. Okay. And it got Venus versus Mars, which is my shit. Yeah, yeah. He's, yo, JB talking his shit, man. But, um, what's your favorite drink? My favorite drink project is definitely, if you're reading this now, it's too late. Second, coming in close second is not, nothing was the same. And then the buck stops there, you know? I mean, I think what he tried to do with, um, views was okay, but still, like, like, nigga, what? So, the thing that caught me was Think Me Later was one of those like where um I felt like he was hungry, like he needed something he had something to do. Yeah, he was coming up. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I think I, I love those those albums where artists are hungry. He was spitting. As soon as he figured out he could start doing that melodic bullshit, turned a lot of people off. Turn a lot like me and Lexington. He had to prove people that he wasn't wheelchair Jimmy, like yeah, exactly. He had a chip on his shoulder, and then once it was gone, I mean, it, I ain't got a, I ain't gonna front. Drake was saying a lot of shit that niggas wanted to say, just didn't have the confidence or the wherewithal to say it. Okay. Like Drake was a geek. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking geek. He's a black kid, light skin, fair skin. Grew up in the, in, in Canada, predominantly. You know, Toronto is a very diverse. There's a lot of Caribbean motherfuckers out there. But Drake grew up in the suburbs. So there's a mixture of, you know, Caribbean motherfuckers, Africans, a lot of white people, you know what I'm saying? So, like. The, okay, Drake's no, no, no. I'm saying I'm that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's what Pusha thinks. And, that, and I'll stand by that because if you listen to a lot of his music, bro, on CLB, he has a line where it's like, he's, he's spitting, talking crazy. He's just just addressing mad shit but a lot of it he was addressing to like the whole world and the media and like hip-hop news outlets and shit like that and also kanye but he was like i had to fuck a lot of girls to have a kid like this i had to do, 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 do. yo don't act like it was intentional bro he was talking his shit and i'm like bro when i heard that line i'm like nigga you can't Say that you are certified lover boy and then feel some type of way and spit like this and say that slick shit when you know goddamn well that baby wasn't playing. Like you said, like if the baby wasn't playing, you just thought you could fuck anything real. And he probably has the money and the resources to have a doctor on deck test all of these girls for STDs so he could probably only have raw sex. Make sure that they're on birth control or whatever. But like, bro. Out of all the women that you done had in your illustrious career, the porn star is the one you knock up. That one. Come on, bro. And and she knew what the fuck she was doing. She's gonna let you like tag this, shoot this club all the way up, baby daddy. Like, it's all good. And you got some dribble on your shirt. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're gonna need to get some. Our first merch item is gonna be pregame podcast bibs. Cause apparently niggas got holes in their chin. <laughs> my nigga Bree, my nigga Bree, then got all kinds of juices and berries on her shirt. <laughs> First of all, 
It's an, a steak and cheese egg roll that is greasy. And it looks and smells amazing. But as soon as she bit into it, that shit went. It jizzed all over her shit. <laughs> Money <laughs> shot right on the right on the left tape. <laughs> uh, brown shit too. That nigga's been eating nothing but steaks and cheese. That is disgusting. That's gross. Bro. Imagine if a nigga nutted oh brown god. shit all over your face. Oh my god. What were you eating? Only only red meat, nigga? Oh my god. A nigga just nuts ground beef juice. <laughs> oh my god. First of all. The, the way you're saying, oh my god, sounds like you would fucking have a faint or a heart attack of it. Oh my god. You saw like Kevin Hart. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. That's hilarious, bro. I might have to give this a diaper. <sighs> yeah, give it a diaper. <laughs> Secure it nice and tight. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, dog. Um, the fuck, man? What we talk? Yeah, Drake. We were right on top before that sports Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. Nigga didn't buy you dinner, or nothing. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <That's not> good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend anything. Out. I didn't take the same. All right, so that's good. Um, favorite Kanye tracks. I'll go first because you're eating. Favorite Kanye tracks. Um, so amazing is amazing. That's like number four on my list, though. I'll do four too. So so amazing at number four. Number three, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, fuck, what's the song with him and Adam Levine on late registration? God damn it. Uh, you know what? Was it? Oh, heard him say, heard him say, heard him say. And I heard him say, nothing's ever promised tomorrow today from the shop. Like, yeah, that's my shit. So I heard him say he's number three. Number two. I don't know if it's his song, man. The song about LeBron James. It may not mean nothing to young. Like a forever, collab. it's a collab. So, but I think is it Eminem or Drake? I think it's I think it's Drake's song. Never mind. That song's fire though. Um, what else? What's the, what would be number two out of the Ye Ye discography? Number two. Um, power. No one man should have all that power. Yep. And a lot of his shit, he ends up being the niggas that the nigga he's talking about, which is so like, there is no such thing as irony. Like, everything really happens for a reason. But that's a conversation for another day. Absolutely. The last one is so appalled. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this shit is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna say, in no particular order, because I don't know that put in that order. I'm trying to get them together. Mm -hmm. Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Yep. Kanye's workout plan. Mm hmm. Old Digger. Only because he presented one perspective the whole song and he flipped it at the end. That's some shit I would do with my poetry. Mm hmm.
Otis is one of my favorites. Oh yeah, Otis is fire, bro. Otis is definitely. But that's one of my that's favorite. that's that's, the, that's technically a feature, but he's that's the, no, that's time. the throne. No, watch the throne. That's so the we throne. can go off the throne. We can go off the throne. We can take because Otis is one of my favorites because yeah. he just goes hard. Yeah, man. Um, Ham is good too, but like, yeah. Well, uh, the song about black people dying, black genocide on um throne on watch the throne is one of my favorites of all time. Let me just look up, look it up real quick. Uh, watch the throne. Deluxe. Um, nope. Murder to excellence. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Da 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 Black on black murder. Yeah, that's my shit, man. And they, they, Hov starts it, Hov ends it, man. I robbed on the day Fred Hampton died. Uh, real niggas just smoke the clock, man. <laughs> shit. So I'm out here celebrating my post demise. If you put crabs in the barrels to ensure your survival, you gonna end up pulling down niggas that look just like you. What up, blood? What? What up, cuz? Huh? It's all black. Huh? I love us, niggas. <laughs> niggas spied on that shit. Three hundred fourteen soldiers died in Iraq. Five hundred nine died in Chicago, nigga. That is one of the Me, most powerful. Being in America is also a really good song. The whole album is a fucking it's, classic. It's just fine. The whole I, album. I, I, I. But yeah. Um, yeah, so Drake has none of those. <laughs> My whole point is Aubrey has a lot of, like, okay. All right. If you're reading this, it's too late. And nothing was the same to me where, like, the most. I mean, everyone considers Take Care his classic album. I think they really just like Mama. And that's the most fuckboy song ever written. Literally encouraging a girl that's in a relationship to cheat on her boyfriend with him. Certified fuckboy shit. What does love have to do with you telling a girl that? Fuck that nigga that you love so bad. Yes, that's selfishness. Very selfish. It's very narcissistic. It's sociopathic. It's all of the things that Aubrey is and ever was. But he had women thinking that that shit was okay. He empowered women to fucking cheat. He empowered women to cheat. And he empowered women to have a side nigga. And to be all about the side nigga. Bro, what are we doing? But anyway. Um, so why did he just call the album Certified Side Dude? Because Loverboy sounds better. He's the type of nigga that really love all these women that he fucks too. He's definitely the nigga that's in love with all of them. He's got the money to buy them all gifts to make them feel special. Like, he's definitely that nigga. The women have always kept him important, bro. The women have always kept Drake up there. Always. Always. Niggas don't. Unless you a light-skinned nigga, man, even then, you'd be hard-pressed to find a lot of niggas that, like, really fuck, like, stand his music. It's really the... Y'all keep that nigga super upper echelon, top of the fucking food chain. It's the women and it's the white fans. It ain't us. It ain't black men. That's for goddamn sure. But anyway, Donda over CFB for sure. Um, give it another listen. The Donda another listen. Give CLB a listen. 
Um, you got time. You I'm got time. For, for what? It does matter. I mean, we put them both on chicken, but you can put. I ain't about to put no barbecue sauce on my fucking rice, <laughs> on my eggs. Hot sauce, nigga. That shit is. Hot sauce is gonna win a lot against a lot of sauces. There's some elite sauces out there. All right, boom. Top five elite sauces. Hot sauce is definitely number one. Barbecue sauce is like number three. I put it at number four only because I had to be picky about barbecue sauce. They like to put pineapple on it. So barbecue sauce is number four. What's that number two? Elite sauces. Elite. Elite, nigga. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> That's a bad. I, I had to say that bad quick because I never say that right. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Nigga, it's Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire. But the first word is Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> the first word is Worcestershire. 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 What's the Shashire? <laughs> that's just <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what I'm going. Right. I'm gonna go with number two and number two. Number two is a cross between Asian chili and sweet and sour. Oh, I'm gonna go sweet Thai, sweet Thai sauce. I'm gonna have sweet Thai sauce because I'm scared of them. They have sweet chili, and everything. sweet chili, or sweet yeah, is it sweet chili that I have? Uh, sweet Asian chili. Sweet, sweet Asian, Asian chili. Sweet Asian chili sauce. Or sweet Thai chili might be a sauce too. Okay. I had the wings from the the a the the a or whatever the fuck what them shits are made. Um, I could go with the the, the, the Thai sauce at number. And eh, no, I can't. For number two for me would have to be um, honey mustard. Honey mustard's elite. I had honey mustard one time when I was expecting eggs, and it fucked the experience up for me. That's because you weren't expecting it. You have to intentionally eat any of these sauces. You have to seek out the right, like Popeye's honey mustard with Popeye's chicken tenders. You're yeah, gonna. Ranch with the chicken tenders is for me. Uh, Popeyes? Yes. Niggas who eat ranch eat babies. I ain't even going to. <laughs> you, nigga, you ranch niggas are weird, bro. I don't know that I'm a ranch nigga. You I are... prefer blue cheese, but Popeyes don't have blue cheese. My nigga, so you go to ranch? That's mm-hmm. mad disrespectful. It's Why? either your blue cheese or your fucking ranch. There is no, you don't eat both. I can't live in the gray area? No, there is Why no not? gray area when it comes to blue cheese. Is it, <laughs> I love blue cheese. It's in my fridge. There's no ranch in my fridge, but if I have to settle for ranch, I'll settle for ranch. No, because a real blue cheese eater wouldn't say that. What are you talking That's about? That's some bullshit. You, you got to go sauce? You either blood or crip, nigga. You can't fucking be in both gangs. fuck is wrong with you? I can be done with Jason. No, you can't. You ain't gonna thug a Jason. Fuck out of here, them school words, nigga. You gotta pick one. I pick one, I pick blue cheese. So no more of this ranch shit if blue cheese is in the middle. You just gotta eat the eat the chicken dry, nigga. Suffer. And just you want me to die. Get an extra water. You want me to die. Get an extra water and sprinkle some lemon in that bitch. But we don't eat ranch over here. Like, if you're going to eat blue cheese, commit and eat the blue cheese. But number two on my list would be honey mustard. Number three on your list. Number three on my list? Italian dressing. You said what? Italian dressing. Italian's number three? Only because Uh-oh. Here we of go. its use as a marinade. True. Very true. 
I don't know if you count it as a sauce or a marinade, but if you got scratch it because it's more of a marinade than a sauce. It's technically a dressing. It's a dressing. It's not really a sauce. But it does add pizzazz to whatever you put in. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll number allow one, it. If number one is hot sauce, number two is sweet Asian chili. Mm-hmm. Number three. Ugh. Only- I think I might have to say like soy sauce. Soy sauce is elite. I love soy sauce. Soy sauce is elite. I, I, I respect it. Number three for me would be sweet and sour sauce that goes with the chicken fingers. Okay. What's That's an elite sauce. sauce. Like? Sweet and sour. Like the sour. The sweet and sour that they give you to go with the sweet and sour chicken. That is elite. Oh, I can't even have that. Why? Pineapple. You know, <laughs> I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder if you ever had happiness in your childhood. Kid. I did because I so I don't think you did. I it was an adult onset allergy, so I was able to eat the stuff before. It was sad. Right about now, my body's like, ah, let me change my mind. What? This is poison now. What? So what would be, excuse me? What would be number five on your list? Number four is barbecue sauce. Number four is barbecue for both of us. We established that. So what would number five be? Number five? Honestly, I'm going to have to say ketchup. It has a lot of versatility. I can eat ketchup with chicken. I can eat ketchup with beef. Yeah. Ketchup is definitely... Yeah. I'm just going to go spicy mayo, though. It's a new ad. It's not new if you Dominican, Latino, Latina, whatever. Oh, that's different. That's not spicy mayo. It's got mayo kasha. Mayo kasha. Spicy mayo. Spicy mayo. Like a real spicy mayo, not that shit. I'm talking about real spicy mayo. Like, You're talking about mayo chuck. Yeah. That's my, a different thing. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spicy mayo is my number five. Pardon. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So ask me one of your questions that you have. Decent list. On right, both so sides. Very respectful. Uh, respectable list. Because that spicy mayo is actually good, but I'm, I'm iffy about mayo only because I feel like when I get a sandwich, they always put too much. And it's like, damn, I only want a little bit of mayo with my burger. Just I didn't want a little bit a of burger dash. My mayo. Just a splash. Um, for sure. But um, my question is, the year is... 2000. Somebody gives you a dollar to go to the store. What do you buy? $2,000 to go to the store off top, my nigga. I'm getting a big burst pause. I'm getting a fudge round pause. And, then I'm, <laughs> and I'm getting the rest. The rest of it, I'm getting um, now and later. Five cents. What a kind pop. of now and Green apple and grape, my nigga. It's the only ones that matter. Okay. So, bang. How heavy is your bag? How heavy? What the fuck you talking about? It's a big burst, pause, <laughs> a fudge round, and five pieces of fucking taffy. It's not heavy at all. I mean, it's four pounds, three pounds, oh, two pounds, nigga, two and a half pounds. Isn't nothing crazy? You know how you know exactly what the corner store order was when you had a dollar? 
Nowadays, kids will say, I'm going to bag a zombies. And that's it. Yeah. That's so sad. Takis are trash, too. They're not good. Fuck up the line that you Yeah. Those are trash. Hot Cheetos are trash. Um, They're just not good chips. Chips that make you fire poop, my nigga, like, you're not supposed to. <laughs> and it's right. You're just shitting out red dust when that shit finally processes and goes through your digestive system. But, um, yeah. Red Dye 40. Huh? Is that what it is? Red Dye number 40? Yeah. Trash. So, when I went to the corner store, I was getting, I wasn't getting the juice. Because I had no problem with the water. Fuck that. I was getting two granola bars. Fudge dip granola bars. Chocolate chip. Probably. 25 cents a piece. 25 cents a piece. Yep. I might be getting a bag of country cheese doodles or a bag of Cheetos. And then I was getting, you remember Fruit Nuts? Fruit what? Fruit Nuts. Them nasty little things with all of the, the, the juice and sugar in them? What? Fruit Nas? Fruit Nas. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Google it real quick. I don't, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing really shit. So Fruit Nas was these little candies in a package. And, um, if you would have said trolley, I know what that is. The hamburger, the hot dog, the gummy hot dog, the gummy hamburger. Those were really good. Like, really good. Oh, that Spanish shit? Nah, I didn't fuck with that. They were five cents a piece and you got four pieces of candy. So they were Dominican non ladies. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, but not as hard. Soft. Yeah, nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Pause. Need my need my hard taffy. I need my taffy hard. Straight up. Pause again. But yes. Um. So. Next question. It wasn't supposed to make it past twenty five. It's, it's O five. Yeah. You're about to throw a party. First five songs. First five songs in 05? Yep. Oh, man. Fat Man School, Crook and Clan, Timberland, Timberland, Drop, for sure. Um, Doodle Brown. Uh, shit. Kanye's workout plan. What else? Stop, drop, open up shop, the late DMX. And the fifth song that I would play. Oh, shit. God damn it. You can do it, put your back into an ice cube. I think that was out. Yeah, that was out. Don't stop, get it, get it. That's right. Don't stop, get it, get it. All right. We gonna do it. We gonna do it. We gonna do it. Do, do it. Those are my five. Mm. Your five, my friend. So, 
memories I got in my life, my years, right? Because the first one that came to my mind when I thought all five was on the hotline by Pretty Ricky. Mm. What year was that? Was that? It was 2006. It was 07. I'm late. Yeah. I'm yeah. late. I'm definitely late. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me think about it. Oh, um. Mm, mm. Um, fucking um, shit, I can't remember the name of that damn song. Okay, I agree with Rob. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta throw some reggaeton in there. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. So, something that says, Don't, D, don't, that's I gotta be in it. Word. Um also I just need to pull this up because it's bothering me, and I know the name of the song. The song that I would always want to play. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a song that you play in a party now, and it's like mm-hmm. people's dancing to it. So probably throw some shampoo into the mix. Get busy because it's 05. It could yeah. be get busy, but the song that I'm thinking of is like. Just give me the light. No. Pondy River. It's, Just give me the lights. Yeah, yeah, it's on yeah. Just give me the line. Dutty one. Dutty one, dutty one, dutty one, dutty one. One of them? And the two of them? That's not Sean Paul. No, I wasn't talking about that. Okay, I got you. You said it was a reggae song. Yeah. Reggae song, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. One of them? The two of them? And the three of them? I will wind them. Tell me people didn't get a guess for that. Yo, 12-year-old girls was disgusting back then. Disgusting. How do y'all know how to do any of these things? But I'm a 12-year-old boy. My hormones are high. My dick is hard. So let me get behind you and dry hump the fucking shit out of you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Keep going. Um, How many did I name so far? That was four. I think so, yeah. Yeah, one more. Okay. One these them? are songs that I got to play without the set of the night. I, I think I'm going to change the Sean Paul song to Sean Paul and Sasha towards the end of the night. Uh, is that whoa? No, no. that's something else. That's Lumi D. Yeah. It's Yo, a, Lumi D only had like three joints and then she was out of here. That's crazy. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, it's it's Sean Paul okay. and Sasha. I'm yep. still in love with you. So how does it go, though? I, I, I know the song. It's like... Yes, 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 yes. And then it. Banana, banana, do the bit of dignity. I did love your tenderness. Okay. Yeah. I love you, love you, love you, love. I'm still in love with you, boy. And you did only better share. And then I might have to throw in Dude Remix. Dude? With Sean. Who the fuck is that? What? The dude remix? I know who Shauna is. Who's dude? Dude? The song. Dude is the name of the song. Beanie Man. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of them reggae songs that get played in that set, 
from the mid 2000s. I don't know none of them song names. None of them. Really? None of them. I never did. <laughs> I never did, nigga. And don't tell me that you did. You just looked that shit up no, now. No, I have it on a playlist. No, I have it on a playlist. <laughs> Not for real, look. It's a playlist. I believe you, but you still ain't shit. <laughs> no, I have it on a playlist. See, look. Look at <laughs> it. says you read me. Says he's dressed, so, so I gave up some SCX. <laughs> Niggas is nasty, boy. Had me forty year on me. Body down the bendy. I don't know none of that. I don't know none of the names of the songs or the artists. All I know is when they come on, booty starts shaking and doing that little circular motion that y'all do. And Wole Junior, yep. Ah. All right, let me get up under there real quick and uh, get my rind on. <laughs> All right. Question number three, my dear. So question number three is, is a snow day. Mm-hmm. And I debated on which grade it would be. I'm going for elementary school. It's a snow day elementary school. Fuck. Go ahead. What does your ideal day look like? Well, fifth grade, I was in the Atwell's, Fed Hill area. Snow day. That's wild as hell. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Indonesian Park, and there was a sneaky little hill that we can go up and sled down. Just going to have to grab, like, a trash can top or something like that with my brother. I'll go to the park for, like, three hours until I start to feel my fucking frostbite in my toes and fingers. I'll go in the crib. Take off all my snowy clothes, wash up, make some food, and then it's VHSs all day. If not, if not VHSs all day, maybe like one movie we'll watch like Kindergarten Cop or some some nineties movie that we had like, or maybe even like one of the movies that we watch all the time. We watch Kindergarten Cop all the time. We watched Behind Enemy Lines. No, not Behind Enemy Lines. Uh, True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger all the fucking time. We watched Bad Boys all the time to the point where my mom and dad would literally yell if we watched it with them because we would recite every Love fucking word. Yeah. Every fucking Everybody line. got those movies. Yeah, I got so many of them. I There's so many movies that I can literally, from beginning to end, say the whole fucking movie, no subtitles. Legit. That's- and shout out to photographic memory, nigga, because in repetition. Cause Honestly, rep- though. Yeah, because only repetition can do that. But... Yeah, so I watched one of those movies, and I think, I want to say N64 was out, so me and my brother, I'll just watch him in Donkey Kong 64 multiplayer. He hated playing against me. I always watch it. Or play GoldenEye, or play fucking Turok 64 or something. I'll play video games. Or wrestling. We had WWE 64, WWF 64. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just play video games, watch movies after playing in the snow. And that would be my day. Okay. So you did fifth grade, so I'll do fifth grade as well. For me, the ideal day, I wake up because I always wanted to go to school and find out this is, we watch the TV. And my mom made sure we was up on time regardless of whether or not she thought it was going to be a snow day. Mm-hmm. And she was like, if you got to go, you got to go. So you get up and watch the TV. Because normally in the mornings, what we used to do is we used to watch MTV when we used to play videos in the morning. And just like watch the videos, get ready learn quote-unquote new songs whatever so you get up you watch the news because you know it's about to be canceled 
find out that it's canceled, and honestly, go back to sleep. Word. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. I'm going back to sleep for a while. And then I'm going to wake up, and my mom's going to say, or my mom's rather going to wake me up, and say, you need to eat something. It's time for breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Ideally, it's a hot breakfast. Okay. An ideal day. It's a hot breakfast. I got pancakes with the crispy edges. You know when the butter gets to the edge and it gets nice yeah, and crispy? Yeah, fire. I got some nice breakfast potatoes. Have you want to refer to them. I don't say hash browns because we never really eat hash browns. We ate potatoes. Um, give me some bacon. Give me some eggs. Hell, give me some salmon and grits. Okay. And Things got money. Keep going. So, um, can't, it's always canned salmon with salmon and grits. It's never really salmon salmon. Um, Way to bring it back to being poor. Right. Let's just be honest. Um, we, um, we have that. And then I get in the shower, get dressed, get layers on because I'm going outside. I'm going down to Holy Ghost Church. And I'm sledding down there. Right. I don't know what I'm sliding on. We're gonna find something to slide on, and we're gonna slide. And then we got a snowball fight, and then we're gonna see what we can build out of snow. And then we go back inside to either tea or hot cocoa, depending on what you want it. And to be honest, at that point, it's time for like a snack or something. So we probably just make some noodles. Word. Um, and my mom probably make a big pot of noodles because it's faster than making individual noodles and having a whole bunch of kids in their kitchen for a long period of time. She's probably make a big pot of noodles. And then we come inside and we figure out what we're doing with the TV. You did this last time, you did that last time, blah, blah, We figure out what we're watching for TV. But we never really watched TV for that long. I was one of the ones who watched TV for that long. So then we would just, like, play a game all together. Because my mom bought a bunch of, like, different games. Like, we had a game like Rotten Egg. We had um, Monopoly. We used to play this game called, like, Doggy Doggy Wizard Bone. And we used to do a whole bunch of stuff. So... Like, it's something with all of us together. And then soon is dinner time. And for dinner, honestly, I need spaghetti. Spaghetti and meat sauce or spaghetti and meatballs? My mom never made meatballs. That was a waste of meat. He made meat sauce. It was a waste of, let me tell you why it was a waste of meat. She had so many mouths to feed that it would be hard to figure out who gets the meatballs and who gets what. Just make a meat sauce and everybody gets pasta and meat sauce. Does that make sense? Poor shit. And poor resourceful shit. Um, That's poor nigga shit. I did that too. And not take, not then ideally, ideally, she bakes a cake. Hmm? Ideally, she bakes a cake. With spaghetti? I need garlic bread, I need salad. My mom used to make spaghetti with garlic bread, salad, all that stuff. And then sometimes we would have a dessert. And you would have, what, are we talking about uh, a bun cake? No, like maybe just a vanilla cake with some chocolate frosting or something. Okay. All right. And then we watch the movie and we go to bed. It's a good snow day, man. Very specific. My nigga walked me through an agenda of snow day. I'm just saying, you had to feel it. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. That's dope. Any other questions like that you have to ask? Not till next week. <laughs> Not till next week. How do you feel about these niggas mandating the vaccine? Federal government, all federal employees having to get the vax. 
in order to keep their jobs. And if you want to be a contractor, independent contractor, and work for the federal government, you must get vaccinated. Talk to me, man. If the government were more trustworthy, you wouldn't have so many people being against the vaccine. You didn't answer my question. That's a bar, but she doesn't fucking answer my question. I don't feel like it is. I wish the government was better so it wasn't necessary. What is what wasn't necessary? Mandating the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole information around what a vaccine is and what it does is like wild to me. Because people are like, I get into Ubers and I, I go to put my mask on and they're like, are you vaccinated? And I'm like, why does that matter? And they're like, well, if you're not vaccinated, you need to put your mask on. Well, are you? And they act like I'm going to give them something if I'm not vaccinated. Bro, if you're vaccinated, you can still carry and transmit COVID. That's true. But you are more likely to be a super spreader if you don't got no motherfucking vaccine. That's not true. It's true. I don't think that's true. It's true. You don't think it's true. It's true. That's why we that's why there's a third variant. Cause of unvaccinated. Look, look. Go ahead. Go ahead and get your get your shit off. What the fuck was I about to look up? My bottom line is that we would trust our government much more if they were more trustworthy. You wouldn't have to worry about people fighting you to get vaccines. You understand what I'm saying? Like something that could save their lives. Yeah, listen, you ain't getting no. That don't make no sense. Now, am I completely for vaccines? Mm, I don't know how I feel. I'm figuring it out. Bro, you had mad vaccines when you were a kid, bro. Mad of them. One would assume. What it, what vaccines did you have? Did you have? You had no vaccinations ever. I didn't say that. I'm asking you. I didn't say that. <laughs> now this nigga this she notorious <laughs> big choking. Now you that's what you get. Go ahead. I didn't say that. <laughs> Go nigga. Yeah. Tote tote. Take it to the head. <laughs> My nigga dying on the pod. Shout out to the river sticks. Um. <clears throat> And if you don't get that, that means you need to listen back a few episodes. Um, I've had vaccines as a kid. I've had vaccines as an adult. There's something about the way that they rolled out this vaccine and the way that they handled it that makes me feel, that made me feel a little bit uneasy. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because it was like, trust us, trust us, trust us, trust us. And it's like, I don't trust you from the beginning. I'm going to trust you with my vote. I'm supposed to trust you with my life. I get the apprehension of it. I get both sides. I also get the necessity of vaccines. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I wish that our government was more trustworthy so that people didn't have to question shit like that. Listen, I don't disagree with you. At the end of the day, though, I agree with science. Niggas who went to school for years and years and are in a fucking lab coat every day in the laboratory, like literally breaking down enzymes, breaking down cells, trying to figure out how to counteract all of this shit. I'm not going against what they are putting their fucking lives on the line to create, to put in our bodies. But after they put in their put it in their bodies to say, hey, if we all do this, this shit's going to go away. I'm not, I'm not arguing with them. Dr. Fauci has been around for 40 fucking years. 40 years. Longer than both of you and me have been alive. This nigga has books that doctors now 
the doctor that was in my class, shout out to, you know, Alpert Medical School, the doctor that, one of the doctors that was in my classes, my like, you know, little co-facilitator, he said, yo, when I was, <laughs> when I was in medical school, I read several um, dissertations and papers from Dr. Fauci back then. He's been around for like 50 years. Who am I, a nigga who's practiced medicine every fucking day of his life for more than I've been alive to question what he says when it comes to these vaccines? And just to prove my point about why a lot of this anti-vax shit is just, to me, it's stupid and dangerous. 14 diseases we forgot about, according to the CDC. Because of vaccines, polio, tetanus, the flu, hepatitis B, hepatitis A. And just so people are aware, when you're a kid and you don't have a fucking choice, hep A, hep B, and tetanus are all the mandatory vaccines you get when you're a kid. Um, rubella. Never even fucking heard Measles, of rubella. Mumps, rubella. That's one of the I, I don't even know what rubella, rubella is. It's an MMR vaccine. Spread through coughing by sneezing is especially dangerous for a pregnant woman. Yeah, they see. Yeah, no more rubella because of vaccines. Hib, what's official name? Hemophilus influenza type B. Yep. So I never even heard of it, but that shit don't even exist no more. Measles, whooping cough, which is the death of a lot of infant babies if they're not vaccinated at birth. Uh, pertussis, pertussis, whatever. Um, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Rota, rotavirus. I don't even know what the fuck a rotavirus is. Mumps, chicken pox. We all know chicken pox. We all had to get that shit at least once. But you don't even have to get that no more because of vaccines. Dive, diff, diphtheria. I don't even know how to pronounce that shit. But these shits are gone. Look. The polio shit is crazy. You know, if you got polio, you were dead. You never made it to a teenager. Shout out to FDR. Fuck it. You're an asshole. You're an asshole, bro. I said messy, not that messy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah. Like, the nigga was in a wheelchair because of this shit. One of our sitting presidents, they literally had to market him and not put... They always had to put him on a stand whenever he said a speech because they didn't want this nigga to look weak as a president because he couldn't fucking stand up. Couldn't use his legs. But anyway. So that's what we talking no, about. Go ahead. No, I just... What I'm saying is I'm not against vaccines. I'm against the fact that our nation is at a point where people can't trust vaccines. So for the fact that, like, for situations, a lot of people bring up the Tuskegee experiments, but there was also similar experiments that they did in Mexico when it came to birth control. And they told them it was one thing and it was really another, and people had died and people didn't care. So for me... I would have hoped that by this point, we're dealing with such a global pandemic, which we haven't dealt with a global pandemic in over Ever. 100 years. Yeah, Spanish flu. So now we're dealing with a, with a global pandemic, and people don't trust our government enough because of the shit that has happened. Listen, and that, for me, is disheartening. And I agree with you. I agree with you. At this point, though, niggas is complaining about not having a job. Niggas is complaining about they want normalcy. Niggas is complaining about being outside or wanting to be outside and not wanting to go back into a lockdown because we've had the highest rate of unemployment, highest rate of depression, highest number of people getting diagnosed with anxiety, all of this shit. And you're 
a huge amount of idiots who were following the previous president were outside in front of the mall today again with their signs, like a hundred people. And then they marched from there to the state house, to the Capitol building, to the Department of Health, protesting. You guys are fucking idiots. Those people specifically or everybody who believes that? Those people are fucking idiots. The people that are protesting, fuck Biden flags, freedom of this and blah, blah, blah. Listen, here's the thing. If a private owned business says, yo, let me see your vaccine card. Oh, I didn't get the vaccine. I don't believe in it. And they say, cool, that's fine. That's your choice. But you can't eat here. Guess what you can't do? Bitch moan and complain. Because that's their right to turn you away. That's their right to turn you away. Period. Back in the day, when it was Jim Crow, they were turning us away just because of what we look like. This ain't about racism. This ain't about melanin or the lack thereof. This is about safety and health. My mother had COVID twice. That is why I got the vaccine. My grandmother was pissed off and yelled at me because I didn't give her a hug. I said, Grandma, you're 85 years old. I'm not going to give you a hug. I don't know what the fuck is in my body. I feel amazing, but I can give you some, and your immune system will get affected by it in a way that's not the way mine is because I'm fucking 31. I don't want to be the reason why you die. I have a friend who, well, I was, talk- I was talking to a young lady whose grandfather died of COVID and she had COVID and she gave this nigga COVID and he died. It was like within a week, he had cancer, but the COVID sped up. He had at least another year, but she had COVID, went to his house, visited him and his wife, transmitted the COVID to him. The cancer is what killed him, but it was sped up because she also gave him COVID. So, like, my nigga, what are we I talking think, about? No, no, no. I, I get your point. Not you. I'm not talking about yeah, you. Yeah, but you're talking about people in general. I get your point. I also can't be mad at someone for questioning because that's the first step. That Bro, I'm the most conspiracy theory nigga you know. I'm the most. I I don't trust shit. I trust my niggas. I trust my some people in my family. And that's it. I'm a very, very, like. Distrustful. I'm, I'm distrustful. It's not even that I'm, I'm standoffish with a lot of shit, especially with government. But, my nigga, I've been poked and prodded 12 different times before I hit 18 for different vaccines, with, diff- with different vaccines for different diseases. I caught none of them. Yeah. That's what well, looked pretty had, funny. You had no symptoms of any of them. I never had any of them. I had, well, I had chicken pox when I was five living in the projects. And that shit was brutal. Couldn't touch none, couldn't sit nowhere. Niggas had to lay sheets wherever I went. Fuck y'all niggas, man. But I get it, because if my father kept, as adults, if you catch, if you catch measles or chicken, you will die. Your body like shuts down, your body temperature goes down, you get cold and chill, and then you got all these fucking red dots all over your skin everywhere. All the bumps are painful. Shingles. Nigga, shingles, yeah, there you go. My ex-girlfriend, my first girlfriend in college, had shingles. As an adult, as a whole adult, she had that shit. I was glad I got out of the Yeah, bro. It, it shit ain't no joke. So, and when my mom caught it, I was like, you know what? I wasn't going to get the vaccine. Then my mom tested positive. And that's as close as it can get. First it was Lysen Corey, then it was Chris. And I'm like, these are two niggas that I know. 
I didn't have that with SARS. I didn't have that with swine flu. I didn't have that with bird flu. I didn't have that with fucking Zika or whatever the fuck. Zika, Ebola, none of that. But they didn't become a pandemic. Because they took care of it. They took care of it and they contained it. I think there's vaccines for them because if they weren't, and they kept the people that got it in isolation. They didn't let it spread. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Niggas was traveling Zika, and shit. I feel like Zika is has hot spots around the world where you have to get vaccinated for. You know how like you have to get vaccinated for um everything before you go to Africa. Yes. Everything. Literally. Typhus, tetanus, hep A, B, C, uh, all that shit. You gotta get like fucking seven you shots. Get boosters and shit. Yeah, man. Cause we already got it. We've been had it. If you eighteen and you grew up in America. Every doctor's thing. Oh, it's time for your hepatitis B2 shot. Brianna, you're going to be a good girl, right? Here's your lollipop. Yeah, nigga. I was negotiating with the doctors. Like, if I don't cry, can I get two books? <laughs> That's the nerdiest shit you've ever said on this podcast. And I have to roast you for it. You're a fucking nerd, bro. It was free. I don't care. That's a nerd. It's okay. You're not roasting me for being a nerd. That is a compliment. No, it's not. It is. You got hoop earrings. You're out here looking like Roxanne, Roxanne from Netflix. But you asked the doctor for two bucks. What's wrong with that? Don't fall into stereotypes of what I should be because of what I look like. Don't fit, don't try to don't yes, be doing that. I did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you and your two free bucks. You don't even have them no more. Don't what were the name of the books? I don't know what they were. See? So you wasn't really trying to... You just wanted to get them to have them. I read them. No, you didn't. Yeah. You don't even remember the books. Keep coming to me, though. I'm just asking you questions. And you, you can't see, answer. You got to see all the books that they had at the, at the doctor's office. Some fire books. Like. Hasbro has some some heat. No, no, no. Not when I was when I was asking them for books. Because by the time I got a library card, I wasn't asking them for shit. Okay. So how old were you when you asked for the extra books? Five. Oh, never mind. That's some bullshit books. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, yo, if you mad, like you just can't be mad. You can't be mad at any state for mandating that shit. You got to be mad at governors like the nigga in Florida who keeps contradicting himself. Like, yo, just just say you want people to die and call it a day. Like, when you live in a, when you're the governor of a state where nine thousand people get a, get test positive in one day, one. And you're going to sit there and tell me the vaccine ain't going You go ahead and you keep making your arguments based off of Facebook facts. You go ahead and you do that. Whoever wants to do that. You guys are fucking insane. It's, it's, it's just at the point where it's like, I don't even want to entertain those conversations. If you're not or you are, just continue to do what we were doing last summer. Not this summer, last summer. Wear your mask everywhere you go. And I don't know why you niggas want to be all up on motherfuckers in line to get food and shit. Stand six feet away. I don't know why you did that before a pandemic. Let me be for real. Yo, and they're, and they're going right back to it. It's like, yo, nigga, that's only three feet. Stand behind me. But I don't say nothing because if somebody talks slick, I will elbow somebody in the fucking nose and break this shit. I've been in line and been like, can you back up? <laughs> Listen, I, yo, my man, that's only three feet. I need six. Like, if someone tries to get crazy, I'm going to elbow. I'm going to break their nose on my elbow because I'm not going to break my hand on your face. That would be way too easy for me to do. I'm just going to, ah, your whole shit leaking. My nose bleeding. Damn. My they, 
Because it was just leaving yep. my nosebleed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you with the Martin Lawrence on Dave Chappelle and Blue Street and kick you in the back of the fucking armored car truck. But anyway, um, yeah, that's all I had, bro. I mean, what what else do you have on, on the docket for today? Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. We finished everything that I had. We had your questions. Drake. The questions was my main thing. Drake and um, Kanye, Donda, CLB. Certified side nigga. Certified fuckboy. CFB. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, ah. We did not do check-in. We didn't have to. We got straight into the topics. I mean. And I feel like. We didn't need to do check-in. We, you know, do we really need to do check-in? No, we don't. That's why okay. we didn't do it. Well. You brought it up like you wanted to do it. No, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is a real smooth episode, and we have not brought up check I thought about that when we went outside. I was like, damn, we didn't check in. And when I came in, we were still talking. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean. Time, but you, like, you my, my thing is this. Uh-uh. My nigga dry. Drunk and high. You dry now. I can see it. You're struggling to stay awake. I really... I really want to get down to the why everybody's so against the vaccine rather than saying they're stupid for not taking it. The why is going to be a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, but you... you I'm making that assumption, but it's, it's... Everybody who's against the vaccine is not a Trump supporter. No, I know that. And everybody who's a Trump supporter is not against the vaccine. I know that. Their, their reasoning, though, it aligns with conservative with that conservative way of thinking. They don't have to love the last president. It's aligned with, yo, we're Texas. We're conservative. We're not mandating masks. We're not mandating vaccines. We, we're not shutting down. Fly the fuck over here. Come to Houston. Come to Dallas. Go to the strip club. They still throw the pussy in your face. That's what they're doing over there. Yeah, but is that synonymous with cons- Bro. conservative leadership? Yeah. Like all of them? The only people that I cannot say that that's a true for is the people of color. But we're we're ig- we're ignorant. System. We're using we're using the, the CE experiments and other shit as a reason why we don't want to get vaxxed, Blah 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 blah. But it's like all the it's contradictory. You don't trust the government for vaccines, but you trust them to pay for you to not work for a year. That makes no sense. So you would you'd rather take six hundred dollars a week from a government you don't trust. And invalidate that line of thinking by saying, well, shit, they owe me, but you won't get vaccinated. I don't know if you can equate the two. I, I 100% can. I don't think you can. I 100% can. It's the same, it's the same no, government. It's not. It's the same government. That's the ski experiments and, and syphilis. I, no, I'm taking, take all that out. See, like, you no. No, no, no. Let, me, let me tell you. Fix it. Finish your thought, and I'm going to. And had to go, had to do with people's lives. That's like saying. My enemy does not. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, hungry. Like, I haven't eaten in a few days. Hungry. My enemy, not my enemy. It's not the enemy. That, that example doesn't. Work. Okay. What you talking about, Willis? A thirsty person doesn't ignore a bottle of cold spray. That's my opposite. They may not even see who offers it to them because they're just looking for a bottle of cold spray. 
and because of the people who are handing out the phone screen, they may not see that these are the same people that withheld that bottle of phone screen. And I want you to do something different. And like I said, I'm not against vaccines, but I understand the thought process. Where it's like, I need money in order to live. The money is something that you've kept away from me with this class of system that you have, right? And now you're going to give it to me for free? Of course I'm going to take it. I'd be a fool not to. But listen, 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 listen. Then. Keep going. No, I'm not. I'm going to do this the whole time. Okay. When it comes to something like, think about the relationship that black people have with doctors in general. Mm-hmm. We don't trust them. Because we're ignorant. Keep going. We're ignorant. We're ignorant. Nigga, this ain't that. reason. That two, those two times in the 40s. Those two times that we know about. Sure. I'll make that assumption with you. Sure. Great. Those two times that we know about. Absolutely. You're right. Keep going. I understand the distrust. I also understand the science. That's all I'm saying. It makes sense for you to distrust someone who has never actually given you anything for nothing. But they have. They have. There's plenty of people before COVID, they just collect government assistance, social security, welfare, food, all that shit. Don't do nothing. You will not pay for them to work at home. And most of those people who are on social security or on disability, they ain't disabled. They just don't want to work. Because of their- Is that most? A lot. A lot. Don't shake your head. A lot. A lot. I know plenty of able-bodied people that don't that get government assistance that can't work. They just don't want to, and because they don't have any education, they're never going to be forced to. And because there's more people that are working and that are actually in the workforce using their physical fucking capital to, they're chilling. They can just chill. So many people were like, "Oh, six hundred a week. I'm gonna take that." They were giving that to nineteen-year-olds. What the fuck do you know about unemployment? You haven't even had Somebody a, offers you $600 a week. I'm not taking it. Especially if it's the government. Today? No. I'm not Come taking on, it. Man. I'm 32 years old, Bree. If you were to ask 21-year-old Wale, probably. That's what I'm asking. Probably. I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking about back then. I'm not, I, don't, I don't do what ifs. I'm talking about what ifs for right now. At 31, 32? No. I have a job. I busted my ass to be able to work. But you also have a job that's your passion. Majority of people work at a job because that's they That's their fault. That's their fault. Ooh. That's their, ooh. How many people work at jobs they hate because they have to? Majority of people. But you don't have to work at that job. If they don't. We all make decisions, man. We all make decisions. It might sound like I'm being ignorant or generalizing, but I'm really not. And once you hit 25... All of that fucking uh, benefit of the doubt that you would get before 25, that shit goes out the window. You're I can not- appreciate that if you're making sure that all of these people actually know what you know right now. But if they don't know what you know right now, you can't hold it against them. That's also their decision to not know. To not know. Some of them don't even know that they have a decision. Cat. 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 Here you go with that hopeful 
Let's teeter on the line and yeah, you are giving people the benefit of doubt. You don't know how everybody's like, no, because everyone has a cell phone. The broke homeless niggas have cell phones. It comes with data, internet. It's a computer in your hand. You can Google whatever you don't fucking know. You can. You make a decision to do whatever the fuck it is you want with that phone that has internet. Do you think that the education that you were given from the ages of, you know, school age up until the high school graduation fully prepared you for the world? Yes, because I went to a school, uh, a non-traditional high school, and it was all about real world learning. So when I got to college, I knew how to navigate having the autonomy to go to class. Is there something against the people that don't know? Is there something against because them? I you, to me right now what you're sounding like is somebody who says they pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying I know you're not saying that, but this is what you sound like to me. Well, don't try to equate me to something that I'm not and that I'm not trying to sound like because that's not what I'm saying. I'm sounding like a nigga who is like, yo, at this point, the same niggas that can say I don't trust the government, but then are content with taking money from the government, are content with sitting on their fucking ass and not doing shit are content with just taking whatever fucking random information they get from all of these random media on media websites and shit like that and using them as facts without actually fact checking from actual <laughs> doctors and science. You, you know how to fact check. I know. They don't. Or they are do. You mad at them for not knowing how to fact check? They do, though. Like, I do. They do. They don't. I do. That's the point. I know. If your name says doctor, I'm calling you doctor. I'm never going to call that nigga Mr. Fauci. He's a doctor. He earned that. Even if that nigga's going to India restaurant on Hope Street. When he pays his bill, have a good evening, Dr. Fauci. Why? Because that nigga earned that. He put in 11 years of school after fucking high school to get that fucking doctor, that PhD. Why the hell would I not? You know what I'm saying? And all of these anti-vax niggas, all these niggas that refuse to do this, refuse to do that, they're all more selfish than the niggas who did get the vaccine. Because there's two sides of this. There's the people who are sheep because we got vaccinated. Are you, nigga, suck my dick. What are you talking about? We're sheep. So my mom gets an infectious disease twice. And I get vaccinated along with my mother to make sure that if I ever do get sick and have to be around my mother, I don't get her more sick because... She's in that age range of people that can literally die if that shit goes awry because she has pre-existing health conditions and makes me a sheep because I get vaccinated. How does that make sense? The same way that don't make sense, I can sit there and say, yo, you're a fucking fool if you think that you can just make the decisions and not get vaxxed and then go on Facebook and complain for, and write a long post or go on IG Live and talk shit because a restaurant didn't let you eat or the mall kicked you out or store in the mall kicked you out. No, you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you make the decision to not get back, here's the bottom line. Any fucking business that says, yo, mask, you got to wear one. If you don't wear one, we're not serving you. You got to leave. If you aren't wearing your mask and you're not vaccinated, well, guess what? You can't eat here. You got to put your mouth on forks, all of this other shit. We don't know where the fuck your mouth has been. You can't eat here. You make a decision to not get back, those are the consequences. That's the shit that people, you're sitting there talking about freedom of choice, freedom of choice. You have your freedom of choice. Make the choice to not get vaccinated. It's fine. Do it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But I also am not going to allow you to be, I don't, 
I don't want you outside if you ain't vaxxed. So if they say last week at Day Trail, over 3,000 people, well, actually it's almost over 4,000 over 4, people, I'm sure more than half of them niggas weren't vaccinated. But guess what? I was still there, and I took a COVID test yesterday. Rapid test. Boom, shit. Negative. Wore my mask. Got vaxxed. And I didn't touch nobody. I didn't know. And I had my handy-dandy hand sandy in my left cargo short pocket the whole fucking time. Oh, in my back pocket the whole fucking time. Adapted like 100 niggas. Hand sand after every time. I made sure I did like a little combo like you did back in Mortal Kombat when you get like a 10 a ten hit combo. I'll dab up 10 niggas and then five more niggas. Guess what? No COVID. Had a mask in my hip pocket if I needed it. Didn't brush against anybody I didn't need to. Walked on the outskirts of the fucking mob of people. Fine. If you do it, and a lot of niggas that are anti this, they're not doing that. They're just like, <coughs> you're going to get COVID. Ignorant. The niggas that are protesting today, all up at, y'all niggas don't even know each other. You're touching each other and holding hands and shit. You don't know these niggas. You're, you're, you're idiots with a common ideology. Group think. Fuck out of here. That shit's mad dangerous, bro. Can we acknowledge that though some of them may be plain ignorant and choosing to be ignorant? Some of them are misinformed. I think maybe 40% of them are misinformed. I cannot, I'm not giving, I, I, just That's, not even 30, 30%. 30, 30%. Because a lot of this shit is a choice, my nigga. We got to stop doing this bullshit where we give people the benefit. We have to stop doing it. Especially now. It's almost two years. Do you realize that? Gen- COVID-19, coronavirus, they started talking about it. Turns to in like November. Basically. But they started talking about it in August. Coronavirus. Could this be the new SARS? Could this be the blah, blah, blah? It was in August. Netflix had a fucking documentary about coronavirus in August. They started talking about it in the mass media every fucking day. Late October, early November, and then by March we were on lockdown. Two fucking years, my nigga. What else do y'all niggas need to see? Over six hundred thousand deaths worldwide. People that would have probably only lived a couple more years anyway for the elderly people that were victims to the disease. But nonetheless, they still would have been here now. Probably would have died next year, 2022, 2023, whatever. But they got corona got them the fuck out of here. And then for the young people that died, the 34-year-old, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. Literally, two days later, COVID. Oh, my God, I got COVID. This is the worst feeling I ever had in my life. Damn it. I should have I should have wore a mask. I didn't believe the hype. Da-da-da-da. Literally, three days after he posted it, dead. Went from, I'm not wearing a mask. Within a week, went from, I'm not wearing a mask. Oh, shit, I have COVID. This is the worst I've ever felt in my life. I'm in the ICU, guys. Please, I didn't believe the hype. You need to wear a mask. Two days later, dead. Obituary on the fucking eighth day. That's where we're at. Misinformed? No. Willful ignorance. That's what runs a lot of the fucking people in the world. Willful ignorance. Niggas want their freedom to do all of this shit. And they choose to be ignorant. So, go ahead and willfully be ignorant. Willfully hold this death L if you catch Corona. That's it. That's. It. I ain't talking about... I, I don't got no motel. Is that what Berman said to the brother? I got no motel. I got no motel. 
no more talk. See my bottom lip. I'm trying to uh, no more talk, man. No more talk. I ain't got no more talk about this shit. Is there anything that's not coronavirus or vaccine related that you would like to discuss before we wrap? We're at an hour and 43 minutes, episode 235 of the pregame podcast. Ole is here. Bri is here. The dynamic duo returns. No tie. No tie curry. No red velvet. Fuck both of them niggas. They will hear this when they listen. Well, one nigga will hear this when he listens. But that's fine. Who cares? Um, that was a double entendre for the bitch ass niggas who don't listen. But <laughs> two claps. Anyway, um, anything else you would like to address before we go? Um, <laughs> Question, strip club or the club club for me tonight? It depends. You need the strip club or the strip club. I mean, a brother can always use some superficial love from a beautiful okay. lady who's buck naked. But I don't think I'm going to do that. It's, strip club's expensive, man. I got money, yeah. but like... Nah. No kidding, because they feed people's needs to feel wanted. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like the internet. Mm. <laughs> we spitting tonight. Okay. Thank me later vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, finish your thought, man. What you what you got? Man? Uh, nah, um, Anything else you want to address? You good? Any guy problems? Any any uh, best friend issues? Colleague was here earlier. Yeah, we're talking about work stuff. Work is good. Work guy. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, work is, work, work is work until work becomes what my passion is, so whatever. Oh, shit. Um, that, that's, that says a lot. I hope I hope you heard that. I hope you heard it's, it's real hard. It's real hard. What's hard? You know what? Never mind. Um, now that Jones remember that song with Big Bun. Yeah. yeah. Yo, did you hear Jaheem got arrested for having like 12 malnourished dogs on his property? He was out here starving pit bulls. Mad pit bulls. With the shits. With what shits? Fucking dogs? Wow. No. Um, Why are you smiling with like the that? Drug, drug addiction and shit. Oh. Yeah, gotta put that cocaine first. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, I forgot to take my line today. Oh, not my line. I'm sorry. Um. Oh shit. Yes. Yeah, they don't forget either. Yeah. Um. Do you know what? We out of here, man. <laughs> we out of here. One forty-six hour, forty-six uh, forty-six minutes. Wale, um, Bri Bri. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mother. Yes, ma'am. Or the person in the life who talks the most could be the uncle. Yeah. It might be the uncle. Y'all think it's the aunt, but it's really the uncle. Um Tell Samaj from um Lottery Ticket, the movie Lottery Ticket, Charlie <laughs> right. Rich character. Because that nigga gonna make sure everyone in the project know. Right. We need a nigga like that on the pod. Like on the on the that nigga need, really was need, a snitch. We need somebody who's loud, loud. You know how um the little hawk was with the other bird and the other bird used to go mad loud? Yes. Samaj walked into Bow Wow's grandma house. And literally forced his way into hearing information he had no business hearing. I haven't seen you this happen since blah, blah, blah. Like, nigga, get out of my house. Did you just walk in my house? You walked into my house. But anyway, episode 130, uh, 235 of the pregame. Tell the person. Uh, we here. Tell people. Tell everybody. All right? We're going to be on every, every way you listen to podcasts. We're on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and a bunch of other platforms that I don't know or use. We're also going to be on uh, on a fucking Anchor Anchor Podcast. You go listen to us, listen to us on Anchor. The link is going to be in my Instagram profile by Sunday. This episode will be up and available on SoundCloud in the next couple hours. But you motherfuckers, it'll be tomorrow by the fucking time that happens. But we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And um, to our co-hosts, fuck both of y'all niggas for not being here. Um, everyone gets to smoke. I'm an equal opportunity motherfucking slanderer, nigga. So don't Facts. play with me. Don't play with me. Um, so, Woe and Bree, we signing off. Until next week for episode 236, my nigga. We'll holla at y'all. And of course, um, not happy 9-11 day, but like... Shout-outs to everybody who is a family member of someone that they lost in 9-11. Remember, or someone who had to first-hand experience sure, 9-11. For sure. Um, you know, we're sending you healing energy and positive energy for the, for, for, from tomorrow through the rest of the month of September. And it's almost officially fall, but we'll talk about that next week. We love y'all, man. Be good. Peace!